Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareca. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment, to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, CVU, 1111 at gmail.com or visit our website cview1111.net Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call and for $11 you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11 and then please p.m. or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny. And welcome everybody to CBU. Today we are doing Seeking Divinity Live Psychic Readings with Sati Chappelle. We are so excited to have you back with us and to have the big and small questions answered. Come to understand where you came from or currently are in your spiritual evolution. Sati is here to help you with that. Also, discover how to shift negative traits, enhance positive traits, or learn about past lives and current relationships. And remember, on 2021, you can be part of SADI's Chakra Intensive Certification Program. Send SADI a message to her web, uh, website or through Facebook and let her know you are interested. Most probably it's going to be by the end of spring, but um, we are not certain yet on that um, date. But let her know that you want to be part of the Chakra Intensive Certification Program. Okay, so now let's bring Sati to the show so she can let us know a little bit about the current energies. And we're going to start with Selson in Ohio for a reading and then all of the others. Hey, Sati, welcome to, to see you. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone out there listening today. I hope you're having a lovely Friday. The thing I love about Friday is it's Friday. So usually <laughs> the good times are coming. So how are you, Miss Claudia, today? I'm doing very good, Sati. Still, you know, managing these times, understanding what it means, how to deal with the stressors, and how to uh, sustain your life or maintain your life in balance, harmony. Um, every day is it's different. So I, I, I truly, it's like today is good, tomorrow, you never know. Right, exactly. And I don't know if anybody else had the uh, sorrowful joy of yesterday, but yesterday was like, oh my God. Um, it's so funny because I have quite a few friends that have been in the um, psychic profession like I have been in uh, for the same amount of time as me, over 30 years. And um, I was able to sit down with one of them uh, earlier this week 
and I said to her, all right, well, you know, we're all, we're usually on the same page, but I'm just double checking. Have you found that the (laughs) energies are just like up and down in one moment, it's going to manifest A, and then the next moment it's going to manifest W29. And she's like, oh, my God. She said, absolutely. And her interpretation was very interesting. And I thought, you know, some of you guys might find it interesting as well. She said that she's seeing it almost as different timelines. And whether timeline A or timeline F is going to manifest can vary um, day to day. And I thought that was an interesting way of looking at things. Um, I see things more from an energetic standpoint. I am not the most uh, timely person. I mean, I, I give good predictions with regards to time, but being on time, not my thing. So I don't see things always in, in the perspective of time. I see it more in the perspective of energy. Um, but I thought that was really a fascinating glimpse into where we are at, um, or let's say where we have been. When I ask about where we are in this day to day and this coming week, um, what I have been told is that we're in a process of healing. And it's healing the planet, it's healing our country, it's healing our individual psyches. It's like, um, you know how you kind of wake up from a dream, maybe it was good, maybe it was bad, but whatever it was, it was startling or it was um, intense. It it doesn't matter, you know, you don't have to label it good or bad. But you wake up and, and you're so affected by it that you carry it throughout the day. Well, you have that period for a little while, and then um, after a little while, that starts to heal. That starts to fade. Um, You start to find that it has less of an influence on your mind or on your heart or on how you experience the world. And that's the phase that we're in right now. And even though we're doing this, as you say, Miss Claudia, under this energy of Mercury retrograde, in this case, the guides have been saying that Mercury retrograde is going to help us more so than it has in the past. Now, there are periods of time where Mercury retrograde does help us. But in this particular instance, it's because it is undoing a lot of what already has been done. And, you know, the the beautiful thing is that that's Mercury retrograde's job. That's what it excels at. You know, if you put in... X uh, information into your computer, and it undoes that. You call up a friend, and it disconnects you. It, you know, it's like really, really good at this. And it's what the guides were saying is that at this point in time, allowing Mercury retrograde to kind of like do its job to go in and do a thorough house cleaning on as many levels as we can. Just simply allow it and and be happy about it instead of, you know, kind of we get grumbly about Mercury retrograde. Um, And not to grumble at this point, just to be really happy and to be like, okay, we're putting things back in order. And, you know, some of this is actualizing on the economic level which is really interesting. So over the next week in particular, we're going to see some um, economic shifts that may be a little disconcerting at first, allow them to do their thing because it's going to end up being really good in the end. So just don't worry about that kind of stuff at this point. Let Mercury do its job. Well, it's good to hear that for once, Mercury is going to be our benefactor, right, Shati? Well, it's not for once, but (laughs) at this point, we're going to have something good out of it. So that's good news. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, sometimes the the guy that comes along and beats you on the top of the head with a stick, I mean, maybe sometimes he, he is a bad guy, but every so often he comes along and he does a good job because your head was just in the wrong place, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, so it, it is good when, you know, it's, I, I see it like this. It's like, oh, I want to go down this road and someone would knock me out and, well, it hurts, but at least I know I don't have to go down this road. So it's a good thing, right? Exactly, exactly. And and one of the other things that they were also mentioning is that um, even though Mercury is going to make you know, communication wonky, which, again, he excels at doing. Um, the, the end result, again, is going to be to clarify, to take that energy that has been completely discombobulated on the communication level on a mass level, like how we receive our information through, through you know, um, communication with, let's say, um, government or uh, media, dare I say, or um, even like communication with any kind of authority, all of that is going to be getting unraveled and put back in its proper place. So I'm like actually really excited about this. And, you know, people forget that Mercury is an, another um, – aspect of the ancient Roman god Apollo, right, or the Greek god Apollo. Um, and Apollo was the deliverer of messages. That was his divine job, like through all of the gods, like he went everywhere all over the universe, spoke with all of the gods, knew them all, delivered all of those messages. So, you know, I mean, it's it's not a bad thing to every so often let Mer Mercury go a little off keel because sometimes when he comes back online, everything is, is right and moving forward again. Hmm. So that is a prestigious note to start our callers. So we are hoping for messages. So Apollo, ring, you, you come down and help us with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quick too. Great. So do you want to travel with me to Ohio and bring Selson? I would love to. Hello. Hey, Hello, how are you? Hello I'm from Colorado. Good. Is it cold there today? Yes, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold, but it's sunny, so it's kind of, it's pretty nice still. Cause sunny, but there's Snow is melting. Things are looking up. Wow. Well, snow melting in Ohio in uh, early February, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, it's great. Well, good. I'm glad it's a sunny day. What What can I do for you today, my dear? Um, I, I'm really stuck and just kind of unsure when it comes to um, my finances when it comes to like um what I should be doing and what I enjoy doing I don't really I'm not really sure exactly what that is um I'm hoping that it'll kind of come to me because I've started like a blog and I plan on just writing whatever comes or just putting whatever pictures or or art that I can and just hoping that it comes to me eventually but really I kind of I'm not sure what to do I'm not really sure if I'm doing the right thing career-wise and financially, so I kind of need guidance on that. Perfect. Would you just do me a quick favor, sweetie, and say your name again so I can hear it? Philson. Philson. Okay. Thank you, darling. I hope I am saying that correctly. I just want to make sure um, so that when I connect in, I'm connecting in with the correct person and their guides correctly, you know, especially in Mercury Retrograde. Always good to do. <laughs> it's so, it's right, Philson and Phil like Philip. Sun like the sun. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. And I'm just looking at you really quick here and looking at, um, you know, your your um, new ventures. Well, so I'm going to say that there's a couple of things going on here. One of the first things that I'm seeing is that, um, you know, you're – you're 
energy has been really up and down for a while. Um, it's It's been like you'll let it flow and then it'll get impeded and then it'll flow again and you'll let it get impeded. And I don't mean to say that as so far as this is your fault or not, so please don't take it that way. It's more along the lines of um, things that are emotional or mental are impacting us um, more uh, profoundly than usual. I find that there are a lot of people out there, um, and actually myself included, to be really honest, um, that, you know, normally X happens and we'd kind of be like, Bleh, and we'd move on. But these days they, it, it kind of gets stuck, you know, and um, or it feels very... Um, harsh more so than usual and so it this is something that i've been i'm seeing with your energy going out around business um career and finances so how it comes across to me is almost like morse code you know you've got these dashes and these dots but there's no flowing energy. So one of the things that I'd, I'd really, your guides actually really would like you to do is to go out, and I, I rarely suggest this kind of thing, but, you know, when it's offered, it, it really works. You go out and you get yourself a tall candle that's inside a glass, like um, a tall glass candle, um, and put it in a little bowl of water, stick it in your tub. And when you go to light it, ask that your energy flow smoothly and flow with grace. Um, in, the, in that case, the, the operative word is to flow. <laughs> but then you light the candle and you just let it stay lit until it is done. And, you know, I mean, it sounds kind of goofy, but the the idea behind it is that your mind says as this candle burns, it takes usually nine days, seven, nine days, sometimes um, a little quicker if you're really fast at manifesting. Um, but it, as the candle burns, so your energy is flowing. So it's very symbolic. It helps your mind and uh, your energy and your emotions and all of these parts of self to come together and to create solid, established flow and to get back in that flow. Um, one of the other things here that I'm coming up with with you or for you is that nourishment has been sparse, um, especially the last three months in particular. And this nourishment is on the physical level, but it's also coming through as what you do to nourish yourself, what you do to nourish your soul, your your emotional state, your mental state, your being, your whole being, you know. And I think in the middle of winter, it's kind of hard to keep positive nourishment up to begin with because we can't, like, go outside and, and enjoy unless you're, like, really into skiing or snowshoeing or something like that and you still are able to get that nourishment from your um, external world, from nature. But um, this can also be nourishment within the foods that you're eating and, and what you're bringing into your body. Um, so that actually has a lot to do with how energy then flows. Um, so what I'm, I'm seeing, what your guides are suggesting is that you can be a real powerhouse when you want to, when your energy is flowing and in sync with everything else you can be a real powerhouse and you can manifest really, really well. And we want to get you back to that place. So um, make a decision on how you want these blogs to go. Make a decision on what you want them to bring to you specifically. And then just allow that energy to flow. Um, with regards to finances, Assuming that you do this little ritual that I gave you with the candle and, and just allow your mind to come back to the place of universal flow, you can have things turn around financially in seven days. That's quick. 
And again, that's because you can do things really quick. You can make things move very quickly when everything is aligned. So we're just trying to get you back into alignment. Um, and, you know, it's not like you're way out of alignment. It's just a little bit, not a big deal. Do make sure that you um, start to look at how you're nourishing yourself in every way, like even with music and television and, and movies and that kind of stuff and books, right? Right, right, does, yeah. uh, does all of that make sense to you? Yeah, it makes sense to me. And if I, if there any other way other than using a bathtub for the candle? Um, well, the concept is, is if you if you put it in, like you could put it in the middle of your shower, you just then have to move it. Otherwise, you're not showering for nine days, which might not be good. But, um, but you know what I'm saying. You want to you want to put it in a little bowl of water so that if anything were to happen, like if the glass were to break or whatever, um, then you're safe from a fire level, but you want to keep it away from curtains. I mean, you can put it in the middle of your countertop in your kitchen, um, but wherever, you know, like the wind's not going to blow or the breeze is not going to blow or, you know, it's not going to get knocked over. That's usually why you think of putting it in a tub because it's kind of in a safe place, you know, tucked away. Okay. Thank you. That makes sense. I understand. Yay. All right. (laughs) I think that, you know, I think that you're going to turn all of this around fast, 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 honey. So I would say don't worry about anything. Keep it in the back of your mind that it's all going to shift and things are going to come right back into alignment and flow, and you're good to go. And thank you for calling Shelton from Ohio. Okay, so now let's go to Laura from Colorado. Yay, a Colorado peep. Hey. <laughs> Hi. So I, I really have two questions, but I don't know if that's allowed. Well, you know, usually it works pretty good. We'll see how it goes, right? So just um, give them to me and okay, we'll, well see what I'll comes throw up. them both out, and then you can pick or whatever. Um, Sounds great. So I'm okay. I'm just worried, or I'm just wondering about um, my career. And then also the second thing is, is I'm just wondering what you pick up about my daughter, Kelly, and her doing okay in school. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right, darling. So I'm going to look at you first, um, and, and then we'll, we'll see where we can go with Kelly. Um, so, yeah, never worry. I think we probably have a few minutes that we can look at this. Um, and you know what? Kelly, her energy is really um, drawing me in. So, so Laura, I'm so sorry. I'm going to sound like a goofball. That's okay. Can you say okay. Can you say your first question again for me, please? Because I just focused way on Kelly. Um, just anything on my career. That was my first question. Career. Oh, thank you so much. I knew it was simple, and I thought you said job, but I wanted to double check myself before I asked. <laughs> okay, so give me half a second here. Yeah. All righty. Well, it's interesting. We're going to work with Kelly first. See, you know, I think I know what the heck I'm going to do, but no, the guides always, <laughs> they always okay. have a different idea. Totally so, um, you know, Kelly has been um, really worried for a long time about quite a few things. I'm going to say that she has had a lot of worries on her mind, um, and, and not just on the mental level, but also on the emotional level. She feels, she feels like she's cut off from, you know, friends and, and the, her peers, and she feels like when she is able to um, have some uh, time with them that, it's not good time. It's usually there's problems or there's, there's angers or there's, I mean, she's just feeling like she's carrying the weight of the world, which is really interesting because she's way too young to be doing that. Um, So, you know, I think that's why her energy is coming forward so much this morning because she's got all of this heaviness on her heart 
Um, and, and that makes me sad because, you know, I, I want kids to be happy. I mean, I was happy as a child, so I think others should be happy as, as children as well. Um, and, and I think that part of the deal here is that she feels like it's going to be this way forever, which I think is kind of the, the nature of a child, but she's really, like, thinking that it's never going to change. I'm going to say that she needs some fun experiences brought in, even if, like, it's silly stuff playing games at home or, or playing a game with a friend that's um, pretty simple and uh, innocuous, but um, meaning it has no, no bearing on anything. It's just simple kid fun. Um, and she needs that at least twice per week. As far as schoolwork goes, um, I do see her turning it around. I'm going to tell you that the way she comes across to me, Laura, is that her schoolwork depends and, and, and her proficiency in school depends greatly on her mental and emotional state. If she is down and is feeling too much um, heaviness on her heart like she is right now, her schoolwork always suffers. And um, you're going to be able to know. I mean, that can be kind of like a signpost to you. Like, um, she seems to be fine, but her schoolwork is suffering, so obviously there's something more going on. There's something that she's worried about or upset about and she's not telling me. It'll kind of give you a nice little window into who she is as she continues to grow into adulthood. And boy, I'll tell you, doesn't every parent wish to have a little window into understanding, you know, a little bit more of their child? So I would say help her to find some happiness a couple times per week in which she can just let go and be free and be easy and not have to worry about things um, and see if that helps her. But I feel like she's going to be making a big turnaround here soon, and I'm going to predict that she'll be making that turnaround in um, early March for sure, but maybe as late as around the 24th, 25th of February. Okay. Okay. Now that, of course, that, of course, can shift and come earlier if she can bring in just some more simple joy into her life every, every week, right, a couple times per week. Does all of that make sense to you? Sure. Sure, absolutely. I think that any joy for any kid is better. I mean, and we all know what's going on with COVID right now. So, Well, yeah. Not all of them are the same, though. I mean, I, I hear some kids are going to school, some kids aren't. depends on the age, and that all changes, too. So um, I speak with people all over the country, and a lot of them are going to school. But nonetheless, um, hopefully that all made sense for you with her, and that answered your question with Kelly. Okay, great. Then let's move on to you, honey, because I wanted to, since she was like right there, I wanted to make sure. That's okay. That's what I called for. Yeah, she's she's darling. She's got such a good heart. She really does. But she just gets way overburdened by worries. Interesting. She shouldn't be for such a young one. But okay, so you are moving into greater freedom. Um, So, you know, part of the career stuff comes from that. I feel like you've really kind of been um, overburdened by work for a long period of time and had having to fight to um, make your way in the work world and to get what you want. And, And, like, it's been way a lot of hardship. And you're saying, I just am not, wanting that anymore. I don't want to have to deal with so much hardship in the workplace. I don't want to have to fight. I don't want to have to be dog eat dog. I don't want to have to be in competition. I don't want to have to deal with any of that stuff anymore because that's just ridiculous and it does not flow with who you see yourself as being. You are more of a, I want to uplift everybody and help people to rise to their best versus the type of person that wants to compete. So I think that some of the um, work stuff that I'm seeing in the sense of um, you've left a job or you have found that the job has dissolved over the last couple of months, is that correct? 
I'm not working right now. No. Right, exactly. So that um that has given you a chance to really um remold yourself, remodel yourself, reimagine what it is that you want. Um I believe that you have a new job coming, but I want to say that this period of time that you're in, what I'm going to call an intermission, um, really start looking at how you can serve um, in a way that not just uplifts those that you're working for, but also those that you're working with. Um, You're the type of person that wants to have that, that, uplifting feedback and when you're serving not as a doormat but as actual you know this is a benefit and people are seeing the benefit of what I am doing that really makes your heart sing that makes you feel so good about the things that you're doing I believe that you are in a career change do you have an idea of where you want to go like what career you want to move into because Okay, go ahead and tell me just the the name of that. Well, it's really in between two. It's it's teaching and then also um, in community service, basically. Well, I already said community service stuff, so there we go. I said service. I said service. Let's say it that way. I apologize. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say I said community because well, no, I didn't. No, it's fine. It, no, but I it's all the saying. same. I, I like to be clear, especially in a career retreat. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> totally, totally, and, totally. All right. So, you know, teaching is great, but I'm going to tell you this. The teaching is going to come around much slower than the the service aspect. So as you work with the service aspect, you will be able to move into doing some teaching, but it feels like you have a few credentials or a few more things that you have to get under your belt before you can go into that as a viable, I can rely 100% on this type of career. So, um, you know, work with the service aspect and then move definitely into the um, teaching aspect, and I'm going to say to you that it has to go the one into the other. And by um, April of 2022, at the latest, you will be doing the teaching thing. Um, you can start it, but it'll be a part-time deal in the fall of 2021. And um, until that point in time, the, the service aspect is what's going to sustain you. Okay. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. You are so thank welcome. You. I'm happy to be of service today. Have a yes, great thank week you. and good luck with everything. Thank you, Laura. And let us know how it has, how everything goes. Okay, so now we're going to go with Ileana. Hello. Hello, Ileana. Hello. I love your name. That is a beautiful name. <laughs> thank you. You're very welcome. Gosh, that's lovely. What can I do for you today? I want to know what do you see in my love life and also about my home. And also with your home? Yes, my house. Okay, thank you. All righty. Well, I want to say that, first off, you have been changing a lot of your ideas about what love and romance and being in a long-term relationship is all about. You have been changing this idea for a couple of years now. Um, And it feels to me like you've been alone for a while, meaning without a love relationship, and it feels too long for what your heart wants. Um, And I want to say that, you know, you almost need to kind of go back to an innocent vision of how love can blossom in order to really call in the love relationship you want. 
I think that your heart has been hurt too much over too many years. And so you kind of have um, a, a little bit of a, let's say, a jaded perspective or a, a, a little bit more negative perspective of how relationships can go. And I know that you have been changing this, but an uh, optimistic view is going to get you so much farther um, and help you to call in the right person that matches your deal as opposed to calling in the person that matches the picture of problems in love relationship. So when I look at you, I want to say to you, kind of become like the child. And I know that's hard because you're an older woman and you're like, I can't become a child in relationship anymore. But, you know, that innocence of how simple and easy and carefree it can be. Um, and to call somebody, call for somebody who is going to match that picture of innocence. Because that's where you really are going to find your man, your love, because that innocence is going to feed your heart. And then um, with your house, I want you to pay attention to the pipes, to how the water flows in the house, to, you know, I want you to be aware as we come into the spring, um, I'm seeing issues with pipes and perhaps pipes bursting or pipes getting too clogged um, and not flowing properly. So, you know, it's all a question of how the, the water flows in your house. Um, does that make sense to you? Well, now we are having problems with water in this place. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying to you. You're having water problems. Um, yes. So it's going to be... It's going to be another week that you're going to be trying to fix this problem, and then it's going to be about three or four weeks that you're going to have to clean up from all of the water problems that you have had. But then once you get it fixed, it's all good. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. So what I, what so, I want to know is your – Go ahead. Visualize – are you visualizing me in this place for a long time? I see. Okay. Well, I see you there for another year, year and a half. So I'm saying it that way because my idea of a long time and your idea of a long time might be yeah. a different idea. So it's easier right. to say. It be 20 months at the longest, but I believe that somewhere around the 15 months from now is when you will actually be moving. And I actually see a man involved, so it's, I believe that you're going to be actually moving in with a man into his place. There okay. you go. There I go. <laughs> so is that in Mexico really or is I'm sorry? Is that in Mexico, or do you see me somewhere else? No, I see you staying in Mexico for now. Okay. It is, it is actually a better place for you to be than you realize. You just have to be with the right person, and then your whole world opens up. So um, I'm going to say that, you know, you don't have to worry. Things are challenging now, but it, it's going to continue to smooth out more and more as the year progresses. And again, 15 months from now, you're going to be in a whole new reality and life's going to be good. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. You Thank are you very for welcome, darling. Okay, so now we're going to go to Indiana and bring Joelle to the show. Thank you for calling. Hi, this is Joellen. Hey, Joellen. I thought she was going to say we were going to India. I got all excited there for a moment. Oh, sorry. No, it's Indiana. <laughs> well, I love Indiana. I think Indiana is a beautiful state. I've been there many times oh, and love it. Okay. Lucky you. 
Um, so my question today? is actually, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep my voice down, um, but I, I teach at a school that is a, um, um, a prep school, and the, I really, really love the students, and they're just great kids. I love what I teach, um, and, you know, like any school job, it's a lot of work. Um, I feel like it's a, it's a non-supportive administration, and I feel like I'm always, like, I just got done talking to the nurse about, I was thinking to myself, oh, these girls need, you know, feminine napkins. So I went and I sort of talked to them about that, and they're like, well, we never did this before. And it's like one of these things where it's like, well, obviously I wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't done before. And then they go run and they talk to uh, an administrator that I was being, you know, whatever, um, ruffled their feathers in one way or another. So I guess I'm just kind of wondering what's up with this whole (laughs) school. And, oh, my God. I mean, you know, it's like I do a lot of great things with these kids, and I love it. And then I feel like I'm getting, like, daggers in my back from – other people and it's like come on just let people live so first off I am going to say that your agenda and the agenda of those around you are very different now I know that you just described that in some way but let me kind of elaborate a little bit please you have you're an ambitious gal You say to yourself, I have these 15 things that I want to get done, so I'm going to get done 18. (laughs) And your school says, I have 10 things that I want to get done, so I'm going to get done seven. Mm. That's the first situation. That's the first situation. The second situation is that they're always looking at their bottom line. They're always looking at the money aspect, and they are not going to budge very easily with the money aspect. So every time that you say you want to have something else brought in, their first thought is money, money, money. Who's going to pay for the money? Where's the money? Where's the blah, 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 blah. So I can see how this is going to be somewhat of a grading situation, especially since you are such an ambitious gal, you want to make sure that you give the best and you do the best and you do the most. And, you know, I want to say that's kind of old school in a lot of ways. And boy, I so admire that. But today's reality is more like do the least. So I think that what needs to happen between, you know, yourself and the school is you got to kind of come to the middle. So if you want to get 15 things done and you know that you'll actually get 18 things done, settle for 12, (laughs) right? And if they want to get 10 things done, then, you know, if they only get eight of them done or nine of them done, it's better than seven. So we're going to we're gonna say that, you know, shifting the perspective a bit because you're not going to change them. They're mm. fairly set in their ways, and they are used to doing things in a very specific manner, and they're going to follow that. They're going to continue to follow that. So trying to find a middle ground is going to save you a lot of stress. And it's going to keep you from feeling like you have to bang your head against the wall all of the time. So, you know, also how you can approach this is I know you guys are really super busy getting all of this stuff done. I would like to see these four things done which one of those four things can you agree to? So now, again, you're showing them a bit of compromise. Um, And I think that that will help both of you going forward because you actually have a lot of really great ideas. You really, really do. And they'll see that over time. But it's one of those deals where you got to kind of get your foot in the door. And at this point, five years. No, but I mean, get your foot in the door. I I apologize. I understand what you're saying, but get your foot in the door with getting them to approve what you want to do. You're still Mm. trying to get them to open up to you. So we're seeing things a little bit different, right? I'm not saying that's how long you've been there. I'm saying you're still trying to get them 
to open up to your point of view. You're still trying to get your foot in the door, trying to get them to budge, right, and to see bigger perspective. Um, so the only thing that I can do is to suggest that you compromise and say to them, I could bring you these five things that I think really will work, but which one will you pick? Let's just go for one and then build from there. And when they see that one being done and actually working, they'll then start to open the door to you more and more. I think I see what you're saying. I do. It's just, like I said, I've been here five years and I have been, um, you know, they're like, oh, well, we need you to increase your class size. Well, I've done it every year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm just wondering, perhaps, is there something better on down the line? Or am I changing careers soon? You know, because I feel like my point is, is with these people, I just feel like I'm always up against a wall. And I feel like I'm always right. the outsider or, you know, they're always looking for me to do something wrong. No matter how many 20 things I do right, they found that one thing I do wrong. Okay, so I'm going to look on that one piece, and I'm going to say that may be a little bit of a skewed perspective, and I apologize for saying it that way. I think that they are not seeing you as being wrong as much as you may believe. So okay. um, that's good news, actually. Yeah, that's it's good news. It's really, really good news. <laughs> Um, and I see you staying at the school for quite a long time. So I want to say that it's really a factor of you working it out. Um, it's not so much of, um, you know, instant fixes, because as I said already, they're a slow wheel to turn, right? But over time, you keep getting another foot in the door, another toe in the door, another one thing that you offer that you offer and suggest that they follow through with, and then they start to see. But it is going to be a slow wheel to turn. Um, as far as, you know, I swear to you, they really are not seeing you as badly as you think they do. Um, they oh, actually good. really like you. They really like you, and they have a lot of respect for you. What they feel is that you are always wanting to overdo and that is their biggest problem so again if you're coming to them with five things that you want to change then they're like oh well here she goes again but if you come to them and you say well I'd like to give you five things but I'm only going to give you one they're going to take notice because they're going to be like oh she's trying and we're trying so we're going to try and it will mm -hmm. create a common ground I see you staying there for quite a while and actually really becoming very happy. So I would say, don't uh, I was actually trying to change careers. Actually, that's that's my goal is to be a full time graphic designer and work remotely. So I'm not chained to a schedule. Right, I understand. I think that it's going to take a while for you to really um, land what you want. With that, pers with that job and get the money that you really also need. So, you know, I see you, I see you staying in this job that you're in for another five years. Oh, good Lord. Well, thanks for your help. And I will take your you advice to heart. Thank oh, you for calling. You're so sweetie. Thank you. Good luck. Okay. Oh. So now, <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I just love that last caller. She's such a wonderful person. I mean, oh, my gosh, does she have, like, the ideas, and they're really great ideas. You know, I just wish that I could, um, uh, you know, help her to, to understand that sometimes winning the battle is better than the war. Exactly. And I think she got that. Yeah. I think she did. So let's yeah. now go with Nuri. Nuri, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I have been working in myself a lot of my, my life, and I have been transforming the way I see myself and the way Good I participate girl. in life. But I think I lost my connection with my heart 
and I don't know where to go. Oh, honey, girl. Okay. I, I feel you. I feel you. So give me a second and let me look this situation over, okay? Yes. So I don't see you as having lost connection with your heart, honey. Um, I, I see things sometimes a little bit different perspective, um, as we as we know. And um, I'm I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what I see, and then hopefully it'll make sense as we go along. Okay. So I think that one of the issues you have kind of gotten into is um, what I'm going to call a, a little new age or metaphysical trap. And what that is, we as people who are very spiritual, we're always wanting to change. We're always wanting to get better and better. We're always wanting to strive for that, um, that best aspect of self, that best way to be and to live and to see the world. And in the process of that, we have to see the negatives about ourselves. We have to see the negatives that we've created, and we have to fix them. And my thought is that sometimes that can be a little bit of a trap. We get so uh, used to fixing things that we start really looking for all of those problems that have to be fixed. And then when we can't always find those problems that have to be fixed, we start to create them. And part of that process is we then oftentimes don't see the beautiful things that we really have created, the beautiful changes that we've already made, and the beautiful, wonderful aspects of ourselves that are great as they are because we're always looking to create change. So what I want to say to you is that you have been seriously working at restoring what I term cosmic order. Cosmic order is you being right with the divine, you being right with God, you being right with the world, you being right with your soul. And you've been doing a fantastic, but you haven't given yourself enough time to balance, to rebalance in that new space and to recognize all that you are because of all of these changes you have brought. It's not that you have lost connection with your heart, sweetie. It's that your heart has been a little bit buried underneath all of this work and striving. So now it's like this is a great year for you to simply sit back, take a rest, little little spiritual vacation, um, and just look at the beautiful things you have created. Look at the, the wonderful aspects of yourself, the wonderful changes you've made, look at who you are on a daily basis and really spend some time appreciating that. That is going to provide you with a whole lot of balance so that you can reconnect to your heart of hearts and be happy with who you are. Does all okay. of that make sense? Yes, I'm happy with, with who am I and I'm happy of all the things I have been doing for me. Good girl. But I, but I don't know what I like to do in the world. That's my problem. I have to, mm -hmm. my financials have been transformed and I want to transform my financials and my professional area and I don't know where to look. Right. Well, one of the things is, you know, you, you have done a lot of work, and you would be really good at helping people to also do a lot of work in themselves. And so, you know, one of the ways that people can get better 
um, in themselves is is by doing two things. Handling the deep spiritual changes of self that need to take place while also dealing with their finances. You have an ability to help people learn how to fix their finances. And not by being um, so much of a, a more like being a financial advisor and being somebody who is also a spiritual advisor. So here, let me give you an idea of what that would look like. You don't need to purchase a car at this point in time, Johnny. What you really need to do is to take the money that you have and invest it in your house because your house needs repairs. So in that case, you're helping Johnny to see where the priority is and you're helping him to use his money more wisely. And I see this as being a profession that you can go into. Um, maybe it's called financial advisory, or it's, it, but I see it more as almost coaching, like coaching people to understand how they can make the appropriate changes themselves and help them with their finances, help them make correct choices with their finances, because you're really good at that. <laughs> okay. I will. So that. you I might want to look at it. I will, I will try to, to know how to do that. I would say look into a couple of things. Look into literal financial ad advisor kind of positions and what's required for that. And then also look into coaching with regards to helping people to fix their finances and fix themselves in the process. You would be stellar. You would so help these people. It'd be wonderful. Okay. Thank you very much. And it would be interesting. Well, I think that's, that's my answer. And that's the, okay. the way I have to act is to do some... I like coaching. I like healing people. I like helping people. That's the best thing I have been doing lately. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And you're really good at it. Okay. So how okay. to be myself doing that? Yes, and again, realize the changes that you have made and where you're at now so you can let go of some of the past work that you've done and move on, right? Okay. You know, enjoy, breathe, take a little vacation spiritually, right? Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Nori. Have a great day. You too. And thank you for calling. Oh, so we are... At the end of today's show, so that was really nice, Tati. So, what do you want to leave us with this month? Well, you know, I had spoken about um, we're going through a time of of healing, and it's. In some ways, I think that people have to place their expectations aside in order to really, truly heal. As long as we are bound to our expectations of what we think things are or what we think things have to be or what we feel we can accept and only accept that, there always is this sense of struggle. Um, it's interesting, if, if I look at the process of healing in and of itself, there's always a time when you rest, you sit back, you allow the healing to occur without striving, without pushing, without demanding or expecting, just by simply accepting and just being in that space of letting go. That is where the miracle begins. That's where the healing takes place. And that's how we can all start to move forward. So I love the fact that you offered me the opportunity to kind of come full circle. And with what I said this, uh, at the start, and I think that, you know, some of our callers today 
you know, reflected some of that and, and we, we were able to bring some of that um, insight up for today. So I guess what I would say is Sati's prescription is to go take a rest, take a bath, go out in nature, have a massage, hang out, read a book, do simple things that have very little consequence. Just enjoy, just be, allow everything to just kind of come to a place of rest and let the magic of the healing begin. Beautiful. So thank you. And again, Sati will be back next month, the first Friday of every month. You can uh, contact Sati directly at www.seekingdivinity.com. And again, remember this Chakra Intensive Certification Program is in it's burning it's going to be burned and you want to be part of it burn as b-o-r-n <laughs> so <laughs> making sure making sure it's not b-u because b-o-r-n is it's in the process <laughs> maybe it's burning because it's so hot <laughs> exactly that well both of them so thank you sadie for everything you do and i'll see you soon Thank you for hosting me, Miss Claudia. Everybody have a wonderful week, and thank you again, Miss Claudia. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.